Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Spark London. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them all across London. This story was told by Mark Jensen. In October 2013, where the fame was hidden. Good evening, Brixton. In keeping with the theme of hidden, I'd like to share with you a story that I've never actually told anyone. It's a story of hidden truth. A long time ago, my friend Dirk came up to me and said, Hey, Mark, I've got a great offer to go to France. Do you want to come with me on holiday? Uh, Dirk is not Pakistani. He's Scottish. And (laughs) when he asked me to go with him on holiday, I thought it's a great offer. But whenever you hear of an offer that's too good to be true, It usually is. So I asked him, what's the catch? He said, there's no catch, but we just have to do a little bit of work. I said, what is this work? So Dirk explained to me, at the time, we were actually both working as missionaries. And Dirk explained to me, there was a missionary friend that he had in France who was running for election. And because he was supporting family values, which is what we were supposed to be into, we'd go and support him by just giving out leaflets in a suburb in Paris. I thought, great, how hard can that be? Just giving out leaflets. (laughs) Now, I should warn you, I've always been told that I'm a little bit naive. (laughs) Some people find it cute, and I used to think it was cute. I said, great, let's go. When we arrived in Paris, it suddenly occurred to me, I didn't know which party, which political party I'd be supporting. So I asked Dirk, what party are we giving out leaflets for? He said it's called Le Front National. (laughs) Now, my French isn't the best. But I said Le Front National. That sounds a little bit like National Front. He said, that's funny. I thought that as well. For those of you who don't know, the National Front, they were quite famous in the 70s and 80s as being very racist. But Dirk said to me, my friend would not call us all the way here to Paris to work for a racist organization because Dirk was Japanese. 
So we met the leader of the party. And for those of you who know a little bit about politics, have you heard of a notorious Frenchman from back in the day called Jean-Marie Le Pen? Quite famous for certain things like denying the Holocaust. So when we met him and he found out we were working for him, he had a great big shocking look in his face as we shook hands with him. And I was thinking to myself, what am I letting myself in for? The leader said, don't worry, you're in safe hands. He gave us a big pile of leaflets and said, you're going to a certain suburb of Paris. I asked, is it safe? He said, of course. As he said, of course, he leaned over. And I saw in his inside pocket a bloody great big gun. <laughs> Something should have rung. Some alarm bell should have rang in my mind. I said, why, why have you got a gun? And he said, oh, oh it's, you know, like, just, just because. So in good faith, I started delivering these leaflets in a predominantly Muslim area where the people, when they saw the leaflets that we were giving out, they took a couple, they looked irate, then they went off. I thought, phew, they're, they're okay here. Maybe 20 minutes later, we saw a big gang of angry-looking Arabic guys. I could tell they were angry because a couple of them had baseball bats <laughs> and a few had bicycle chains. And they said, we just want to have a little talk with you. One of them had a squeezy bottle. My spider senses were tingling. I thought, legs, it's time to run. Just as I pushed my friend out of the way, he squeezed the bottle. Some kind of acidic thing went to my eyes. But luckily, I moved out of the way and I ran and Dirk ran. Now, my father always used to tell me, if you're being chased with your friend, you don't have to be faster than the person who are chasing you. You just have to be faster than your friend. <laughs> the problem was, I was a fast runner, but Dirk was even faster. Two of them had motorbikes. First, we knocked on doors, begging for people to let us in. And at that moment, I said, you know what? I should have studied in my French class. <laughs> because all I would say was, help, help, but nobody would help us. Finally, we found an old, dirty basement, and we locked ourselves inside, and we padded up the door as they were banging on the door, saying that they were basically going to knock our heads in. So, as a peace-loving, vegetarian, kind missionary, I wasn't used to violence. But when your life's in danger, I started looking for metal bars or something. I said, Dirk, if we're going to go, we've got to go out swinging. So we both agreed we're going to die fighting. We got a piece of uh, iron bar and a piece of wood, and we thought, okay, let's just open a door and just hit whoever we see. Because they were still banging on the door. On the count of three, we opened the door. I had, a, I had a big stick in my hand. I whacked the first person I saw. But I was surprised. He had a hat, and his hat fell off. He was a French policeman. <laughs> Somebody had called the police because they saw we were going to get done in. And the police wasn't so amused after rescuing us that I knocked him on the head with a stick. Dirk and I were duly arrested. That's the first time, well, the only time I've been arrested, but I was happy to be arrested because those guys wanted really to take our heads off. I later found out that the previous week, two people had been hospitalized, had been stabbed, working in that area, delivering leaflets. 
Then I understood why they invited us all the way from England to give out leaflets. <laughs> Nowadays, I'm a little bit older, a little bit wiser, and if I ever get an invitation to France that sounds too good to be true, I'm definitely not going. Thank you. For more stories, head to sparklondon.com. Spark London is produced by Joanna Yates. With audio production by Matt Hill. At rethinkdaily.co.uk. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.